<laughs> and <laughs> welcome everybody to Beer, Bourbon, and Balderdash. Balls. <clears throat> Balls. Balderdash. Balls. I need help. You know what I need help? I need help with, uh, well, a lot of things. Dangerous, dangerous statement. But I need help. I need help with social media advertising. I would love to get our podcast out there more. I just don't know how to push it. Push it real good. I know how to push it, but it has nothing to do with podcasting. I know. I know. That's the bummer part of the whole thing. So, I I mean, I'm pretty good at a lot of things, but I'm also not good at a lot of things. Yeah, me too. I think that's most people. You know what I mean? (laughs) Most people are shit at most things. I'm like slightly above average at a few things. If you do say so yourself. Way below average. At <laughs> <laughs> well, Johnny, how are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing actually. I'm really great. Okay, uh, good. Today was a decent day. I mean, it was a normal day, so nothing really to to report. But as you may have noted, Helen is here with me in the PVD, and uh, it's always great to have her around. So it's it's been nice to spend the last two weeks with her. Yeah, because um, we we traveled. I traveled home. I was in Seattle for a week, and then. Uh, we went to Tulsa to visit Anna and Paul, the Paul of the Pauls. Yep. Um, so it's nice to, and the whole time I've been able to have Helen with me. So that's like the saving grace to all of it. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. When does she fly back home? Uh, the 12th or 13th. Oh, she's like there for weeks. a while, man. Yeah. She's there for a while. It's oh, great. That's awesome. When do you get yeah, home? I love it. Uh, the 19th is when. Good Lord. So. Gone forever. I know, but I'm only away <laughs> from Helen for a week. I know. How long are you going to be home for? Uh, I fly back. Well, I leave uh, January 9th. Oh, so you're actually here for like, a good stint. Yeah, like three weeks. Oh, that's not bad. So so there's some time for some shenanigans for sure. Well, I hope uh, so. Man, that last trek home, I was only home for a week and we filled every second of that. Like the second we got to the house, we dropped our stuff off and went over to Katie and Gary's house and some drinks and then every single night there's something going on. I think the next night we did a podcast. Yep. It was two nights later. The next night. There's a lot. It's like every night. Boom, boom, boom. Man, I am fucking popular. <laughs> Tired. Well, if you spread it Tired. out over two or three weeks, you know, it's like a couple times a week. But then yeah. you only have to cram it all in a week. It's like, I got to do everything. I wouldn't be able to handle it. I just want a few people and be done with it. <laughs> uh, it was good. It's fun. You know, I it's I'm I'm an extroverted introvert so i like people in doses and those are small doses especially weeknights you can, can kind of control it yeah uh, there's very few people that i want to spend excessive amount of time with yep um mostly that's helen yes and i don't really know anybody else thanks so. all right uh <laughs> we did the world of whiskey i think i talked about that last time <laughs> yeah and that was a lot of fun we got a lot of swag um and uh, I want I want Garrison Brothers bourbon. No, you, you didn't talk about that last time because we podcasted right before it. Oh, that's right. Then, oh, okay. Yeah, so you didn't. <clears throat> so give us a skinny on that. Yeah, All right. Sorry, you couldn't so, go. It's just no, too, I know. too busy. I know you were way you were too way busy. too busy. Well, you had to fit all those uh, people that you like better in larger doses than me. Yeah, except so. for on on the on Saturday, <laughs> we didn't. I mean, like we had a birth, we had a 40th birthday party that was pre-planned before the whiskey thing. Yeah. So we wouldn't have been able to get there until like seven or eight o'clock anyway. Yeah. Uh, which, which seemed like a waste. Yeah, it would have been, I mean, maybe not. We had a lot of fun. So <clears throat> doors opened at six 30. Um, 
We got some cool tasting glasses. Angel's Envy was giving out tasting glasses with their new bourbon. Sweet. Were they're, they like little little? No, they're they're like the fluted, like the Glen Karens, um, except they have it a stem on them. They're really beautiful, oh. and they say Angel's Envy Thanks. on it, and their rye. Uh, never had Angel's Envy rye, and it was just amazing. Um, Dead Rabbit Irish whiskey oh. is phenomenal. Um, I'm just telling you the highlights. We drank a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I believe it. And uh, let's see, we Ubered down there. We Ubered back home. Probably for the best. Yep. And uh, oh, what was the one that we really, really... Oh, uh, James Pepper was there, except oh. they had uh, their barrel-proof bottles that they just released mm-hmm. there. And their barrel-proof rye was phenomenal. Mm. And then there was one more... Oh, um, Westward. Westward finished in their, um, oh, was it their port barrels? And Westward's out of Oregon, another single malt uh, distillery out of Oregon. And it was phenomenal. They also had a Pinot Noir, Noir uh, finished <laughs> barrel one that was uh, really, really good, too. So we had a good time doing that. And uh, we got Sweet. we dressed up and uh, looked Love fancy. It. And it was, there was lots of people. And it was at the Rainier Club, which I absolutely love. It's the only open to the public event they've had this year since and yeah. since the pandemic. I kind of love and hate some of those events for a miscellaneous different reasons. But like there used to be, uh, well, they probably will do it again, um, Hopscotch in, in Fremont. Uh, that's a um, scotch and beer festival. And it is the douchebaggiest group of people you've ever, it's like just people get not dressed up. Like I want to be fancy dressed up, but like dressed up, I'm going out to the club and I'm going to pretend that I like scotch because I think it makes me cool. Yeah. Uh, And, and, and it's men and women alike. And it's really funny when you see a woman that really doesn't like scotch, try to pretend like she likes scotch. The look on her face. Helen is right behind you. John. Guys do it too. No, Helen doesn't pretend she likes it. She's like, I hate that fucking shit. I'm not drinking that. I'll give it a smile. Why is it always hot? Gross. She's like, if you want to kiss me tonight, you're not allowed to drink that. Because I am not making out with a Sharpie. That's just Ardbeg. Just Ardbeg. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like that look on your face where people are like, oh, so yeah. smooth. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Uh, which I find really obnoxious. Um, the Fremont Oktoberfest is similar in that there's more people in the Heineken beer garden than there are actually out tasting all the fantastic <laughs> beers, which actually is probably not such a terrible thing Yeah, because the lines are short. Um, but it just kind of annoys me. I don't know if this event was like that, but the other thing that no. I struggle have you, with is, have you like, ever considered location is probably part of the problem? Probably. Uh, Rainier club, so maybe, it's, maybe it's Fremont, Fremont. The other problem <laughs> I have is that when you, when you have that many tastes, I feel like it dulls my palate so much that it's, I'm not actually tasting everything that I'd like to be tasting. And they're like, there's a certain point where you're just like, yeah, it's toast and it's hard to fix. So you have to, because Dan and I have done uh, one of these before it was called the whiskey extravaganza. Um, that had a lot more single malts and scotches than it did whiskeys um, mm-hmm. or bourbons and rice. So I already kind of knew like there are things that I've already tasted. I don't want to taste. Mm-hmm. I probably have it at home. Were you and, limited on tasting or was no, it like, no, well, actually is- they gave you a Glen Karen like this one. Cool fluted glass. It says world of whiskey on it. And 
you you just went up to a person, they pour it in, and you drink it. And then they had places where you could dump it out if you didn't like it either. So you could just mm. drink all night. I mean, not all night. It ended at 9.30. So for three hours, you could have unlimited whiskey. You could just keep going back to the same one you like to. Mm. And so I, I kind of was strategic. Um, we went with Danelle and Max next door. And yep. I was kind of strategic with like, hey, let's let's try ones that I've the price point is so high <laughs> that I typically won't buy it. And so mm-hmm. I started with those. Solid strategy. Yeah. So I, I didn't go to Jack Daniels or Old Forester, even though they had some cool new Wait, stuff. Did they, so okay. So it was it wasn't just regular Jack Daniels. I mean, they probably had Jack Daniels as a comparison, but yeah, they had like yeah, their a- bottled and bonded, which by the way, Whiskey Advocate gave it like a 92. 92. Yeah, they're bottle and bonded. Yeah, it's super good. So I have a bottle here. I just bought it the other day because it was on sale at Fred Meyer for dirt cheap. So I was like, oh my God, that's like 20 bucks off. I will take that. Um, anyways, uh, so I went to all the high-end ones that I already know the price points are uh, 90 and higher. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we were kind of like, well, what would what haven't I ever had before? And we kind of went from there. And then at the end yeah. of the night, we went back to our favorites. And nice. then, yeah, then we went home. That's and, a solid strategy. And drank more. So that was mm, a fun night. As 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 they do. Yeah, Nathan well, drove speaks. down and went and got food for us. And oh, that kid. It was awesome. See, he is good for something. He's good for a lot of things sometimes. I know he is. Uh, he'll, he'll get there. They'll get there. <laughs> they all do. I know. I'm I still know, waiting like, to get there. I know. <laughs> Someday. I mean, we figured it out. <laughs> I, I have high hopes. <clears throat> sort of. And speaking yeah. of drinking. Yes. And not driving. Yeah. Would you like to have a beer tonight? Yes, I would love to have a beer. Tell us what we All got, right. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think this is actually. Our- <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> I think this is our second beer we've done from Revival Brewing. Yes, if I, if I remember right. What was so the other Revival one? Brewing? I don't for, have the spreadsheet in front of me. For our listener who drank too much <clears throat> and forgot. Uh, yeah, the spreadsheet only has like five episodes filled out on it, so uh, I, I didn't get very <laughs> no, far before I gave up. <laughs> I, I've been filling it in. You've been filling it out? Yeah, I, I have a ton in I there. Sent it to you. Oh, that's great news. Yeah. All right. I think I'm missing so, like uh, eight episodes or something like that. Oh, we can sort that out. Yeah. Maybe we can outsource it to... Um, Helen. Nah, she doesn't. She doesn't much. do anything. No, she doesn't do anything. <laughs> she just hangs out. Makes a mess in my condo. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's dirty back there. Good lord. She's so busy. If I asked her to do that, she probably would say yes. Yeah, I know. And then she'd be annoyed by it. She's so super sweet. (laughs) Sweetest lady in the world right there. She is. She is the best. Like right now, she's cleaning up my cardboard mess from putting together furniture yesterday. Nice. Oh, that's why she's there. That's why it's a mess so you can have some stuff. Yes, that's exactly it. Thanks, Wayfair. Uh, I mean, to be fair, and I think Helen said this, we both made the mess. It was a joint effort in the mess. Ah, yes. But back to the beer. This beer, I bought this beer. I didn't even actually taste it, so I don't know if it's any good. (laughs) I actually only saw, uh, I loved the name, Mm -hmm. and I saw that it was a Belgian-style wheat ale. Um, Then This is Revival Brewing, and for our listener, uh, it's the one that's just a couple blocks from my house. Um. Oh, I think it's we kind have of a cool that. place. They have a, they have a wood fired pizza. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure we've done another one from them, but that's okay. They're close and they've been there a couple of times. They're kind of a cool brewery. So check them out. If you get a chance, if you're here in PVD and give me a call, if you go, I'll go with you. Um, but I looked at the fine print and I don't know if you did, but it's in purple at the bottom. It says ale brewed with natural raspberries, 
coriander, and orange peel. Oh, I'm excited now. So this is like a flavored wheat beer. Yeah, I'm even more so, excited. This sounds great. Yeah. I don't the the raspberries throw me off because uh McMinimins has a raspberry beer that tastes like vomit. Oh. Uh, well, see, that's why right there. You're just I know. I'm like primed. It's similar to this <laughs> uh, in that it's like a wheat beer. Yeah. And one time I asked a waitress if uh, I asked her about it and, and uh, I was like, do you sell a lot of that? And she's like, people drink it. <laughs> yes. Oh, she's like, I don't like it, it at all. Yeah. But they sell a ton of it. So whatever. Okay. Anyway, well, there you go. No shit thrown to McMinimins. I like most of the other beers or at least they're generally pretty decent. But here we go. Let's pop this open. Let's do it. Oh, sexy, sexy. Oh, it smells great. It's not green like the... I can smell the raspberries on the nose. Mm-hmm. It's not green like the Wayfair. <laughs> yeah. That was a good purple chuckle from Helen, reason. by the way. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> she does have a wonderful laugh, doesn't she? No, she does. It's infectious. Ooh, mm. that is delicious. Yeah, nice creamy head. Nice. I mean, like a, yeah. like a wheat beer should... Should have it. Should be a nice thick, oh, uh, very white head. Yeah, I can That's taste nice. the coriander. I can taste the orange peel, and on the nose was the raspberry, but it's kind of lost somewhere in there. Yeah. It's not as hazy as a lot of wheat beers are. So, like, <laughs> looks pretty dark like, actually. Like Hef- Hefeweizens, you know, or yeah, like Hefs and uh, hazy IPAs. You'll get some of that protein haze. So usually be to the point you can't really see through them. And yeah. this one. It's translucent. You can still see it. <clears throat> see through it. It's nice. Yeah. It's got a well-endowed oh, woman on the front. Yeah. The, I like the I like the art on it. Yeah. She's like lounging in the water. It's like, she's not skinny dipping. So what's funny about this is. It's like a mermaid. You almost, when somebody's saying night swimmer, you almost think it was like nighttime skinny dipping. But she is clad. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a, just a brassiere. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> well, maybe they can't have pornographic beer cans. What? Okay. <laughs> Got to jump in the water if you want to make some waves. That's what they say on their can. Yeah, it's uh, 4.7%. Sean Larkin, brewmaster. So this is this would be easy drinking right here. This would be a yeah, one that you could have two or three at the at the brewery. Yeah. And I enjoy. mean, and this is... This is fairly traditional for wheat beers. Uh, a lot of German style or Belgian style wheat beers have coriander and orange peel. Yeah. And then usually the other flavors you derive from the the yeast yeah. the ferments. Um, this one has a little bit of extra in it. But uh, I think it's interesting they put on the description, they put raspberry first. And I th- if I was to recommend something to them, I would tell them to put it last mm. because they're the raspberry flavor in this is almost so delicate that you might not even notice it's there. Or they put it first because they know if you smell it first, you'll catch the raspberry. Because I caught raspberry so, as soon as I opened it. So here's why I say don't put it first. Because I feel like there's a lot of people that say, oh, this is like a fruit wheat beer. I don't oh, want it. Yeah. And that's not what this is. Yeah. What's that? What's that, Helen? She says it's delicious. Jury's in. Jury's in. It's yeah. delicious. Mikey likes it. Helen likes it. Two out of two Harrisons in this condo. <laughs> it is delicious. <laughs> Helen agrees. Don't put the raspberry first. Okay. Because it throws, I think it, because it throws people off. You know, it's like, like, I mean, yeah. yeah. Like if you, I mean, like if you said it was like a, like a peach Hefeweizen, 
people are and it like barely tastes like peach to the point that you might not even yeah like you might struggle to pick it out like you could find it however uh, there's a lot of people that don't like fruity beers i would argue that this might be marketed to women maybe like if i if i told dana if dana and i if we went to a, a brewery and i said how about this one it's a wheat ale so it's light but it has raspberries coriander and orange peel she'd probably say yes because she likes sour so she likes mm-hmm. a fruitier type of beer and it's something that's light she would say yes to this instead of i said how about a stout she'd go oh no 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 do you know what else has coriander and orange peel i think your mom blue moon oh yeah blue moon well that's a weed ale sure? too yeah it's a weed ale too so it's it's almost similar in that style yeah i just think if somebody was buying this and they saw raspberry first they're gonna mm. think it's gonna be a raspberry bomb and they're not gonna like it yep true i think i mean but it could go either way you know what would be interesting if you had the same beer in two different marketed cans yes and to see what people say yeah that's true i think it would be interesting but totally unnecessary I would pick a burly hairy man for the for the can design. Night swimmer. Yeah, night swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Rosenthal. All right. So All right. That's a good choice of beer there, Johnny Boy. Yeah. I feel like we lucked out on that one a little bit. Yeah, well, that's the last one that you brought. So next time you come home, you're gonna have to bring some home. But next week. Well, so I told you. At the house, I stashed oh, three right. cans of beer by the front door, and they're not—they're not East Coast beers; they're Seattle beers. Okay, perfect. So they're—they're they're ones that and you have them there, the fridge, and I have them here. I brought them back. Perfect, with me. Perfect, perfect. And then I have a set that I'm planning on bringing back with me the next time, so I nice. can continue the trend. Okay, because who likes a beer? Well, tonight for our bourbon, we're going to do the Woodford Reserve Straight Bourbon Whiskey. The friendly yeah. flyers friend. Yes, thanks. Del- <laughs> courtesy of Delta Airlines. I get mine on Alaska Airlines, not a sponsor. Oh, they have it too. They do. They also have Jack Daniels and Jim Bean when they run out of Woodford. So Woodford Reserve um, is a uh, Broman company. So um, I think uh, what was one of the was it early times was also Broman or the Evan Williams was a. Anyways, big distiller. They do lots of brands. Um, so this is, and this comes out of Woodford Reserve Distillery, which is a historical landmark in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So um, again, 90.4 proof. It's really beautiful. It's got nice color to it. It's kind of more of an amber color, I would say. Mm-hmm. So it's more redder. Um yeah. On the nose, it smells sweet. Caramel. Did you already open oak. it up? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I got to catch up. I'm Bottoms sniffing. Up. I'm sniffing. No, I wasn't drinking. I was sniffing. You just shot one. That was cool. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> Feels like I need to get on an airplane. <sighs> yeah, I'm just that- fucking with you. That was an empty bottle of Crown. Oh, okay. Jeez. It was just water. <laughs> I like I like the Woodford Reserve a on a plane. This is what I usually drink. I ask for a cup of ice and two Woodford Reserves, and this gets me through a quarter of the flight. So depends on how long the flight is. Yeah, if I travel with Dana, she used to she's because she used to travel a lot up and down the coast, and mm-hmm. 
uh, she had all kinds. She was MVP, frequent flyer, all that stuff. So yeah. we always got premium seats and she always got free booze. And so I just mooched off her. She can go here. Oh, Actually, yeah. I still have a giant <clears throat> gallon freezer bag full of these little bottles. Um, and she just started collecting them whenever she went on trips. And, and so now I have a lot of reserve whiskey, apparently. That's just wood for reserve. <laughs> that's like, you almost might as well just... I mean, they don't cost you anything and take them out and they're good for traveling because they're plastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Anyways. I, I have been known when I travel with Helen to, um, she falls asleep on the plane and I order drinks for her. Oh yeah. <laughs> While she's sleeping. I also catch orange. Uh, I'll have two red wines and she'll have two red wines. <laughs> I'll have two more red wines. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, honey. You will. <laughs> I did. I did uh, our last flight from Tulsa to um, wherever we went to. Oh, we yeah. flew to Atlanta first. We were upgraded. We had Comfort Plus seats. And um, I refrained from the booze because it was early in the morning and a work day. Uh, I definitely wanted um, uh, bubbles. Yeah, no one's going to know. Mm, yeah, I know. But, I, I mean, if it was a normal morning, sure. We drank a lot the night before, though. Okay. So it was, it was sort of a recovery morning. So it was for the best. I understand those mornings I, a yeah, lot. I was, yeah. And it was one of those mornings where you're like, oh, I feel a little bloated because <laughs> I, drank, I drank all the things. Yeah. Hey, I should just lay off for an hour or two. Uh, oh, excuse me. Yeah. This is yummy. It is. It really is. A little, a little <clears throat> I like that they have it on there because it's actually a pretty decent bourbon. Yeah. As far as what, like, you usually could get on planes where it'd be like Jack or um, some of the other lowbrow ones. Um, they've upgraded a little bit. It's not an inexpensive bottle of bourbon. No, 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 no. All right, man. Well, cheers. Mm. Cheers. <laughs> He's already drinking. Sorry. Bastard. We're out of, we're out of, uh, we're out of sync here. Yeah, we are. Sorry. We need to sync our cycles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a full moon. We have to sync our cycles. <laughs> you see this peanut gallery back here? Yeah, I love it. Too bad and you don't have yours on a speaker or something like that. All right. So what do I get? Uh, I get. I, um, should, I mean, I could put it on this on the speaker, but I think it gives feedback. Yeah, I'll probably get feedback. It's got. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I can taste I mean, some citrusy. Uh, if if Helen, I could put in a splitter if Helen had some plug-in <clears> headphones, but I don't think she does. It's okay. She doesn't want to listen to this bullshit anyway. She has to lift in half of it. So, yeah. what? Plugs? Oh, yeah. Anyways, the whiskey. The whiskey. <clears throat> delicious. Yeah, it is. Caramel, sweet. Nice What's their oak. website say? It's pretty good. Do you know why bourbon's the best? Hmm. Because it's American. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Except. We need to have uh, German neighbor Max back on because uh, he bought me a bottle of German whiskey. Oh, that's fun. It's called Lies. L-Y-S-E. <laughs> and it's phenomenal. So oh, we you tried it already. Oh, yeah. We tried it. I tried it with him. He bought me a bottle. I'm going to have a share it with him. All right. Sounds good <laughs> to me. Whiskeys of the world. Yeah. Whiskeys of the world. Well, he couldn't. I'm going to bring a, a Cuban whiskey. Do it. Yeah, he called rum. <laughs> he wasn't sure. There's not uh, many distilleries in Germany for uh, bourbon. 
So he found one and he was kind of like, okay, this, this has to be the one. So I told him, you know, if he gets any, any, uh, you know, tax free stuff, you know, here's a list. So you can say it. It's duty, duty free, duty free. Uh, I said, here's a list. So (laughs) you said, you said duty, duty. Some of those stores I've looked it up though. Like some of them are not worth it. Yeah. You know, like the giant bottle. Some every so often it is. We bought a couple of those giant bottles, but we've done the math on some of them, and it's like, if you can, I mean, I guess if you're comparing it to Washington state prices, it's always worth it because our tax laws are stupid. Yeah, but uh, but I'll, if you want a semi list, we're gonna get a, a roller cart that we can bring bottles and stuff back in. Ooh, nice! Because we want to bring we want to bring Washington wine to the condo. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you bought the bags or the little. We haven't bought it yet, but like they have like um, a suitcase that has pockets in it. Oh, okay, perfect. So it's made for for traveling. Perfect, uh, that sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, given our free bags on multiple airlines, we should take advantage of. Nice. It. There you go. Plus, East Coast wine is garbage, like hot, fucking garbage. Yeah, I'm sure. And some of it's okay. That's not really fair. I haven't tried it all. Uh, and there's a couple that we liked. Maybe I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> That's probably it. Well, this Woodford Reserve won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine awards since 2012 to 2018, uh, including gold medal and uh, San Francisco World Spirits competition. It's won two Whiskey of the World awards, gold medals, um, the Ultimate Spirits Challenge in 2015, and a gold medal at the Class Bartender Award. So um, this is a very well-rounded uh, bourbon. So, on their description, it says faint vanilla and tobacco spice. Like, I get the vanilla, but what would be the tobacco? Like, I I could see tobacco, but I, what's tobacco spice? Is that different? No, it's it's probably whatever because it's on the nose. Yeah, so, like, like pipe tobacco smell. Yeah, whenever you're done with a glass, I I don't know. I might be weird. If my glass is empty, I sniff it. I love the smell of a glass that's empty that used to have whiskey, and I always smell. A tobacco-y pipe tobacco smell inside my glass. Love pipe tobacco. Okay. Should we put it on like aftershave and find out? I mean, we can. Isn't that, isn't that what you were told to do? Or just clap your hands and say, yeah. Yeah, rub your hands and clap it. Get it warm. Get it hot. Mm-hmm. See if you can smell it. There we go. Like a dime size. I'm looking at their tasting notes and I think, I think they're pretty accurate. Yeah, citrus, cinnamon, cocoa. Yeah. Toffee, caramel, and chocolate on the oh yeah on the palate. Spice notes <clears throat> abound. Last weekend we went to uh, uh, Westland Whiskey, and mm-hmm. they have a couple new products out. And so we went down there, and we had uh, we had some tastings. And uh, Danny got the cocktail flight, and uh, Max, Danelle, and I all got the whiskey flight. And then the ones Do you have a new best friend. <laughs> So sad. Well, I mean, I got I got to go with Helen some people. A, I told Helen it was a terrible idea to move out here. <laughs> I mean, Dana's fun, but it's it's fun to do it with other people too. Uh, but anyways, uh, so uh, and they had they'd never been down there, and he likes single malts. So we went down there, and uh, I bought a bottle of their American Oak, which is a limited release, and a bottle another bottle of their Sherry uh, cask, which is my favorite. So. I think he got some other ones. I can't remember what he got. And then they sell a $300 bottle called the Deacon Seat, 
we did not buy that, but we tasted it and uh yeah. Tastes like, like a monk monk's butthole. No, but it didn't taste like a three hundred dollar bottle. So I was kind really? of oh yeah, I was a little they disappointed. They often don't. A lot of those are marketing and demand. Um yeah. it's like a lot of it's artificial. Yeah. And also, I mean, I'm sure there's some people that think that's the best version of a whiskey you can get to. And, you know, maybe they think it's worth $300, but. Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, don't. I don't know if, if uh, maybe it, perhaps we didn't do this podcast and we weren't, you know, kind of in it, you know, talking about bourbons and mm-hmm. drinking bourbons and, you know, stuff like that. Like kind of, you kind of become an aficionado by just tasting all these things and kind of understanding them and how they're made and where they come from, you, you kind of start getting an education so that when you taste something that is a high price point, you're kind of like, eh, I've had McKellen 18. I own McKellen 18. And mm-hmm. you know that, yes, that's like a what, $600, $700 bottle, but eh, this isn't, this doesn't come anywhere near like their sherry cask is way better. <clears throat> I thought than their $300 bottle. Well, their sherry the- cask is only like $60. You've done the the training to know how to taste and understand things a little better. Yep. And, um, I think my background in um, prolific wine drinking and, and being a judge certainly helps in yeah. brewing. Yeah. Actually, I, I one of the things. What, so when I've been, hold on, my mouth. <laughs> Give it a sec. Words. <laughs> um, so like, Mikey says this a lot. And my oh, the friends that drink my beer have said the thing they like especially Mikey, because he's been there when I brewed and he's like, you just have this very nonchalant way of making beer. And well, I do think it definitely looks that way on the surface. There's intention in everything. And like, I've done it so much that I kind of know what I'm doing. And I think that's a big part of the process. Um, but then, um, so there's some understanding there. And, and kind of my point is when I go to the beer store to buy the grain, yeah. uh, Part of the process for me is like, I, I have my recipe, I have it all figured out. Um, I have an idea of what all the grains are going to do and how they're going to work together. But then when I go in, I actually taste the grain and I actually, um, there used to be a brewing store called Larry's brewing and Larry was the one that taught me to do this, this old crotchety guy who was amazing. Uh, he since left us, but he, he held a beer competition there at the nice. shop and, yeah. um, he was great for the brewing industry. Um, <clears throat> locally yeah um, but he's like yeah taste it that's like the best way to, to understand what the grain is going to impart yeah to the beer. eat the malt or whatever yeah so yeah. you just chew the malt or and the you like barley. start thinking about it and like maybe you have this idea i'm gonna make the stout and i'm gonna put all this dark malt in it and then Love you it. like taste black patent malt and you're like oh that is like acrid and gross so like black patent malt is really good for coloring but it's not a great flavoring malt because it's like super heavily uh malted yeah it's really really dark so tone it down with like a chocolate malt. It gives you some more different different flavors. Yeah. Won't make it quite as dark, a little more brown, uh, but you can use a little bit more of it and it won't taste like shit. But it's hard to understand how they're going to work without like chewing on it. Yeah. So I think that's, that's something smart. that if any, if anyone that we know is an aspiring <clears throat> brewer, when you go to the brew store, taste the malt, eat the malt, crush yeah. it up in your mouth. And, and it kind of goes hand in hand with this tasting. It's like, you've done enough of it. You've been around it. You kind of start connecting yeah. the dots on what flavors are going to be imparted based on what process or like you see the, the mash bill. And if you see a high level of corn, you kind of understand that it yeah. it's likely to be a little sweeter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's some, there's some nuance to it that I think is really interesting that you only get after lots and lots of time, um, 
doing it to yeah. where it becomes second nature. Like you can learn it. People can teach it to you, but until you like start to pick it out on your own, it's, it's really hard to understand. That's funny. With, ain't no, <clears throat> ain't no book learning West. <laughs> well, I, I uh, probably a lot of people, if, if, if we start doing interviews with brewmasters and distillers, I think we would find that that approach is pretty common. Mm-hmm. Did you know? But Mikey's Ed- comment, I had to laugh because when you shared Mikey's comment, that sounds like how you live your life too. Oh. <laughs> it it's intentional, <laughs> but it looks like it's not super intentional. It 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 is kind of go with the flow. And I appreciate that about you, but there's intentionality behind it as well. You're oh, yeah. you know, it's not misguided, it's not, you know, you're you're not like woo, just kind of floating around. There's intentionality, but it on the surface it does look like it's um you look calm. Hmm. Well you maybe know? that's why Wade so, likes me is because I instead of blowing things yeah. up, I just keep it calm. Well, we need that. I mean, I think people need that, especially after the last couple of years. We need people that just are in a good headspace or can even fake a good headspace, honestly. Especially if you're leading. If you're the leader and and you're panicking, everyone will panic. They'll flip oh, the yeah. fuck out. But if inside you're panicking and you know how to handle it and you're kind of like okay we got to solve this problem and you're that kind of action person where you're like okay yes this mm-hmm. sucks but what are we gonna do about it? let's let's figure it out that brings calmness and that there's someone at the wheel because mm-hmm. they don't feel like they're at the wheel yeah for sure so and that's that's how you are i, I think that way about you you do have a uh, a presence about you that is you can see that you're also feeling the same way, but you're going to just deal with it. And that brings people to a different place where they're like, all right, I'll deal with it too, because you're dealing with it. So I'll just join you in that and we'll figure this shit out. Yeah. And because well, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. Cause I get paralysis with, by analysis. Um, mm-hmm. and I have to push. Yeah. I have to I push do that through too, things. but it's like with stupid shit. Yeah. And Helen <laughs> calls me out on it. She's like, just make a decision. It doesn't even matter. I know. And that's, it's little that's things. why we need like, that's why we need our partners, yeah. buddy. Do you want the light blue or light blue <laughs> screw that's gonna be hidden, or do you want the dark blue screw? Which screw is gonna be better? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's gonna be buried under concrete. I know, but Helen, so this is what I do. I go round and round and round. Yeah. Is it worth round the extra two round. cents for the half inch extra screw? Yeah. It's just stupid shit. I do that all the time. Um, but in the big things, I do I like. I think it's two parts. I think about this a lot with myself a lot. The Helen's helped me become very introspective um, with the way my brain works and the way I think about things and how I interact with people. And one of the things is that calmness that you're talking about, but part of it comes from, um, I don't, I think over the last handful of years, I've just, it feels less necessary to hide things. Yeah. You know, and it's not that like, and there's a different approach to it. Like something may be properly wrong and there you can approach it from the, Oh shit, something's wrong. Or like, well, something's wrong. Let's fix it. And so that's, I, th- I think to your point, that calmness that I have with people is because I also tell them the truth about what's going on sure. or admit to them. Like, yeah, yeah, it's very frustrating and I don't know what the answer is, Yeah, but we're going to get Let's go. Yeah. Here we go. Yep. And people need that kind of leadership. What they're looking for is a leader that can help them through that. So I've also, I have some really great leaders in my work personally that have been really like in the past and today. And, um, Blair, who is my director, 
is great. Um, I think people's her personality is is such that Blair. I think she takes yeah she takes a little bit of warming up to. Mm. Um, and once you get to know her, she's fantastic. But she is like that person that I think there's a balance between the two. She's that person that people need that will just that she'll just tell them how she feels or how she thinks it needs to be. And if you're not ready for it, especially younger people who like being patted on the head before they get slapped in the face. <laughs> uh, she, she just, she just tells them, she's like, Nope, you need to do this. Like the, her. It's not that she doesn't have tact. It's that she just is very matter of fact about the things we do. And I think it comes from a point of, we sell furniture online. Nothing we do is that crazy important. So you shouldn't be stressing out about the things that I'm telling you. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I guess if we were like running a nuclear reactor, we're selling children in cabinets. Oh, no. We don't sell them in the cabinets. Oh, that's right. They, they are. show up on a different truck <laughs> because cause kids need to breathe. I mean, if they're going to be put used holes later, in it, that's somebody else's. No, I hear what you're saying. And that's good. But anyway, yeah. anyway, it's good. I, I do. I like, it took me a bit to get used to her because I went from a different series of managers that had a different approach. Sure. And then like my direct manager recently left, she's like super rah-rah, kind of over the top rah-rah, mm-hmm. Genevieve. Um, and I love her to death, but she talks a thousand miles a minute and uh, everything is like, go, go, go. woohoo, Yay. High five. And when you're kind of feeling down in the dumps, sometimes it's hard. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. So, yeah. So it's like, it's like two, <laughs> almost two extremes yeah. in a way. There needs so to be there's, balance there's, in the force. Yeah. But Blair's great. I like, I was, I mean, in uh, full transparency, I was a little worried when I got transferred or when she got transferred into our group. But the more I get to know her, the more I like her and the more I appreciate who she yeah. is as a leader. Yeah. Uh, Blair, if you're listening. So. Props. She's not listening. Props I to you, Blair. Almost, I almost guarantee it. She has kids, so she doesn't do anything other than take care of her kids right now. Oh. Well, tonight's topic uh, started with me saying, hey, topic ideas for tomorrow. And John <laughs> saying, snack foods. And then I said, really? <laughs> Question mark. Okay. And then your answer oh. was, I was eating popcorn when you asked. I reached my limit for brain function for the day. <laughs> <laughs> that's a long day so snack that's foods first day back in the office <laughs> so we're gonna name this episode snack time snack time i so on my walk home yes so for those that don't know i take the train to the city and for me it's from our condo to the train station it's about a half hour walk um i knew that going in not a surprise and i i like that walk it's good gets me moving gets me awake <laughs> so there's like two good. feet of snow and you're gonna be like yeah and, well and i'm st- i'm not walking i'm staying home <laughs> Um, so I'll just, I, Blair's not listening, so I don't mind sharing this, but I took pictures of my positive COVID tests just for, it stashed them for later for when oh I don't want to go to work. I'm out for two weeks. Sorry. Trickster. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Except I'll be like working on a ski hill in Vermont. Or hey, like ski uh, don't share that. Yeah. It's not the same. Um, right. incriminating. I evidence. bring that up because I was walking home today. Yeah. And, I, and this is sort of relevant to our conversation. One of the, uh, the book I'm listening to when I walk right now, because yeah. I think it's, I'm trying to do things to better my brain, is called uh, Physics for People Who Are in a Hurry by oh. uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Astrophysics for People Who Are in a Hurry. So it's all about space. When in doubt, It's, it's really Snopes. interesting. 
I really, I really like the way he puts things. Yeah. But he described something that I thought was interesting. He was talking about uh, spheres and how things naturally occur in spheres. spheres. And that spheres are the most efficient container huh. for volume. Huh. Like if you put every, he said, I think they calculated if you packaged all um, groceries into spheres, spherical shapes. Yeah you would save something like $9 billion a year on shipping and packaging. The problem is it's not very efficient. It's not, it's not very practical because everything rolls all over the place. So it would be hard to put it on shelves and get it home. But spheres are the most efficient. Balls. And the, the way he, balls, the way he described it was he said that if, uh, if you, that you could fit a box of Cheerios into a four and a half inch sphere. Think about how big that is. Four and a half inches is yep. not very big. <clears throat> and the entire box. Excuse of, me. Four and a half inches is just fine. Thank you. It's below average. <laughs> <laughs> Six inches, baby. Six full inches. But think about it. Like a, a four and a half inch ball yeah. sphere. Mm-hmm. And compared to an entire box of Cheerios, like all those Cheerios would fit in that ball. Yeah. That's tiny. Yeah. Like to me, that's mind blowing. Like, if we, yeah. how much money could we save if we figured out a way to make this we should test situation? That. that sounds like bullshit. No, I'm to not me. going to. That's not my job. <laughs> it's it's math based. The reason we don't is because they don't stack well in boxes. They're hard to package. Oh. They're it's shit just, would just roll off the roll it's also off harder, the. It's also a lot harder to shells. create spheres. Like the only way to create a good sphere really is with plastic. And if oh. we're trying to move away from using too, much I don't know. Egyptians plastic. used, you know. Uh, blocks and turned it into a triangle. Maybe triangle yeah. is the best. And where are they now? They're still there. There's Egyptians. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, that Egyptians. I don't know. They don't exist anymore. <laughs> I meant the ancient Egyptians. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I ancient Americans <laughs> aren't around anymore either, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, but at least we have the Book of Mormon to, to, to keep them living on. Uh, in that's good. It's good. No, I like that. You like that connection? What does that have to do with snacks? Jesus. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> Cheerios are a snack. Oh, like Cheerios. Cheerios. So Cheerios That's true. The, I, I like that. Okay, there that we go. Got to bring it. Got to bring it back. Yes. Man. So you could do that with all sorts of snacks. That's true. We or should nuts. make all of them like Kinder eggs. Like imagine how tiny the ball is that need that you need to put a bag of coordinates in. It's like the size of an egg. I really want to test that. I call in a call bullshit on that, but it's math, Wes. Yeah, math. It's new. It's math. Degrassi Matt doesn't care about high. your opinions. Yeah, Matt doesn't care. Matt does not care about your opinions. It's the universal language. Uh, what is your favorite snack, Johnny? Uh, you got to choose one snack. Desert Island. We'll play Desert like, Island. Yeah. So, de- so let, let's we'll set some ground rules for this, though. Like, are we talking like broad type of snack or like specific bagged snack food? It doesn't matter if you were on a desert island and one thing washed up on shore that was like the your favorite snack. You could only have the one. What would it be? Hold on, I'm no, gonna. Helen I'm gonna, can't be I'm, your snack. Don't even dare. I'm going Don't to. You dare. I'm going to. I'm gonna phone a friend. Helen, what's my favorite snack? I do have a favorite. Do you hear that? No. Say it. Say it louder. Popcorn. That's it. All right. Popcorn. It's my favorite thing. Okay. Oh, I love popcorn. That's good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Have All you had it popcorn. with Tapatio? Yes. 
That is my new favorite thing. When we oh, went to Ocean like Shores it. with oh, it's good. Uh, Dana's cousin Claudia. Shout out to Claudia and Eric. We love them. Oh, Claudia. Claudia. We went to uh, that brewery in Seaside. And uh, not Ocean Shore, Seaside, sorry. We went to that brewery in Seaside that's in the theater. I forget what their name. Um, but anyways, it's an old movie theater. And you go in there and they're playing sports on the big screen. And some of the seats, uh, theater seats are there. And then they mm-hmm. have tables in the middle. And there's a bar in the back. It's pretty cool. Actually, if I lived in Seaside, I'd probably be there all the time, which is crazy. And you can order popcorn for the table. And I ordered popcorn and Claudia looks at the guy when he brings popcorn. She goes, do you have any tapatio? And he's like, yeah. She's like, I'd like some tapatio. So he brings it back and mm-hmm. she starts dumping it on the popcorn. I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, no, you don't even know. <laughs> she yeah. just kept putting tapatio on it. And it was the best fucking thing I've ever eaten. Oh my God. I was like, this is Cla- it. Claudia's Dana's sister, right? Dana's cousin. Dana's cousin. Yeah, Dana's also Mexican though. Yes. Correct? Yeah. Latina. Yeah. Latina. Don't use the X. They hate that. They hate the Latinx. I I didn't make it up. I don't know. It's weird to say. I don't like saying that. Yeah. But anyway. They don't like it. (laughs) Neither one of them do. You're like pushing them into a whole group. Yeah. Yes. I know. So let's let's move away from that loaded (laughs) topic. Who cares? (laughs) stick, Stick to snack food. There's no CBDC yet. So who cares? So. Have you ever been in a Mexican grocery store and seen bags of things that look like tomato slices? Yes, you and I or have like these at the left yes, recon. Yes, we've had these before. Yes. That, that was where I discovered the joy of putting hot sauce on carbs. Yes. Oh, carbs. I love it. I mean, that's all. I, I mean, really. That's really what I know. It is. It's potato those, starch. And- they, do like the, they do like the lime <laughs> juice. That, yeah, I know. Yeah. And then a little red number 40. Yes. Oh, we'll talk about that tonight. Actually. That's fun. Uh, Oh, that's okay. That's I'm looking forward to that. That's what give me, never mind. (laughs) Move on. Um, but those things, that's where I discovered this, like the, the citrus and the hot sauce and those things. Yeah. Delicious. What's the name of that salt you can put on like fruit and stuff. That's uh, what is that called? The tahini. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh Oh, yeah. It's good. It's Mm. got like, like smoked shit. No, yeah. it's got chili peppers and paprika and yes. salt. Love it. And lime powder. Yeah. Tahini is so good. Yeah. Also great on a mezcal margarita. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. That's like That's yes. my favorite. Mine okay. too. Yes. Way more than salt. Oh. I like it. I like it on regular margarita better too, but not everybody has and it. And Dos Hombres has been sold out at Total Wine and More for a while. Oh. And that is my favorite mezcal. It's so good. It is. So good. I like the bozo. Bozal? Bozal? Yeah, Bozal. Bozal? Yeah, but they Bozal. have a, they have a, like three different kinds. You like the... Uh, well, I like the expensive one, but I'll buy the cheap one. <laughs> I mean, the expensive one is yeah. decidedly better. Yeah. But for for it's me... It's also like $80. I feel like Mezcal is the tequila for whiskey lovers. I think so too, because it's got that smoke. It's a different... It's a unique flavor, so yeah. you can... It's not like it blends in. It's not like there's yeah. a there's a very definite line between the two. Well, you can drink it like you can sip it straight. Mm-hmm. You're not yes. shooting it. You're sipping it straight. It's really nice. Well, good tequila. You can do the same thing with too. Yeah. So I've maintained. I don't know if this is true. I'm not a tequila aficionado, and usually when I make this claim, I've had a few tequilas. But <laughs> I I believe that they're like so with so with bourbon and whiskey with the sipping liquors. There seems to be sort of a like a slow curve 
like price point yes. to how good it is. Yes. It seems to be pretty blended and even. Sure. And not not a hundred percent, but generally speaking, lower cost ones are not going to be as good. And yeah. the higher price point you get, the better it gets, roughly. I think with tequila, oh, and there's and then so with whiskey, there's like everything in between. There's like bad, not bad, kind of bad. It's okay, slightly better. Yeah, I'll drink that too. I'm not paying for that. So some there's this nice slow curve where everything there's lots of lots of opportunities with tequila. I think there's like bad, kind of not bad, and maybe I'll mix that with some soda. <laughs> and then there's a huge gap, and yeah. then there's like, oh, this is what tequila is meant to be. Yeah, yeah. Like there's like not a middle ground, and yeah. I I I think people who are like, oh, I hate tequila, never make it past that the upper limit of the bottom shelf. Yeah. 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 So there's that big gap, but where they think it, or they think mixing or shooting, they mm -hmm. don't think. Yeah. Sipping and savoring. Yeah. Cause like Cuervo is meant yeah. for mixing. That's what it's, I mean, that's, but they, but Cuervo does have yeah. higher inversions of tequila yeah. that are really good. When the, but nobody wants to, when the to state that, used to run the liquor board here in, uh, or the liquor stores in Washington, I remember going down to the, junction in West Seattle with my dad and uh, as he was buying liquor there. And I remember trying to find the tequila bottles with the, uh, it's not a worm, it's a caterpillar. I used, I wanted to find all the bottles that had the caterpillar and I'd find them. I go, Ooh, dad, how about this one? <laughs> I mean, go, no, <laughs> it's supposed to add flavor. Some people said it made you hallucinate and whatnot. It didn't, but it's just supposed to add flavor. It's all old wives tales. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's marketing. It's yeah, it is mar It was marketing. It, I think even Jose Cuervo had uh, a worm in it or a caterpillar I'm once. I'm one sure time. they did. So anyways, uh, yeah. my favorite is it would have to be uh, dill pickle chips. Dill pickle kettle chips. Like any kind of dill pickle? No, kettle, dill, chips? kettle, kettle brand dill pickle chips. I would eat those forever and ever 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 and ever, which is why they're not in my house. Otherwise, I would be very large and I would never lose weight. So that's the dilly of a pickle. Yes, I love the pickle chips. And and sometimes actually in the fall they have apple cider vinegar chips, and those are delicious as well. I could eat so many of anything crunchy, salty, savory, I'm I'm in. Yeah, 100%. I like savory. So, so salt and vinegar potato chips. Are there other salt, or not salt and vinegar, uh, pickle oh, yeah, flavored things? So you like all pickled flavored things or just potato chips? I love most pickled things. I don't like kimchi. Um, so Okay, so this is actually a, a good split too. <laughs> Do you like the vinegary salty pickled things yeah, or yeah. the like fermented sauerkraut pickled things? Well, I mean, I like... Um, well, I or like vinegary even, things. Like, you no, like I like better? vinegary things, but I also like, I mean, fermented things, not always, but most of the time have some vinegar in them. Mm -hmm. I love pickles, almost any kind of pickle. I love sauerkraut. So, I'm not a super fan of kimchi because of the, there's like a spiciness in it or whatever, but I yeah, love I the savory. I think kimchi's okay. It's not my favorite, yeah. um, but traditional sauerkraut doesn't have vinegar in it. Yeah, I know that. Like I said, some don't. But I, I like fermented yeah. um, stuff. Traditional sauerkraut is just salt and cabbage. That's it. Yeah. 
Well, and then it might be the salt. Maybe what I'm looking for is that I don't have enough salt in my body. So, so it naturally creates that acid in the fermentation process. Yeah. Oh, that's where and it that comes. Yeah, and it becomes so. The way you make sauerkraut, traditional sauerkraut, is you layer cabbage and salt in a crock, and you put weight on top of it, and the salt draws out the water. Yeah. And then it ferments in its own moisture. That's how you make sauerkraut. Nice. I've done it before. Yeah. It's delicious. It's a little scary because it creates, there's like usually a mold yeah. that grows on top. You scrape that off and penicillin. Where you go, but thanks, Madam. <laughs> well, here's a few things about snacks. Well, the word snack dates back to the 1300s and it was meant to snap or bite. And so it, it mostly referred to of a dog. Shout so, out to our uh, research department for bringing us these factoids. Yes. Uh, so, uh, to, to uh, if a dog snacked at you, uh, it, they snapped or bit at you. It also meant chatter, and then snack, as we know today, has a meaning that means to, um, like a mere bite or morsel or eat a light meal. And that first came about in 1757. So the word snack was used in 1757 as having a light meal or something like that. The word snack bar didn't happen until 1923. And then we had the word snack bar. And then snacks, S N. What's snack bar? Like, like a snack like bar. A like you, when you. Like a place you go to snack? No, yes, yes. Like a place you go to snack. Like there's a snack bar over there. You can just have a light meal, basically. Got it. Finger food, stuff like that. Not Hot like dogs. a Snickers bar or anything like that, but a snack okay. bar. Snacks, S N A X, is the commercial plural form. From 1942, and that was used in the vending machine trade. So they used to say snacks as an S-N-A-X, and it was plural for all snacks, not S-N-A-C-K-S, like how we typically spell it. If I'm being honest, it seems lazy. Yeah. And today a snack can mean, and this is this when you hear the kids talk these days, today a snack can mean an attractive person. Like, ooh, she's a snack. But oh, hold on, wait. Is don't snack. don't 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 tell her she's a snack. Oh, did yet. I make it? Oh, did I make it not? If she's better than an attractive person, they're a whole meal. Tell her. Tell her she's a Smor- whole meal. Smorgasbord. Ooh, a smorgasbord. Apparently the kids like to say that if somebody's attractive, she's a snack. Snack. Or they're a snack. But if they're super attractive, they're a whole meal. But you're a smorgasbord, say it. But you're a, but you're a smorgasbord. There you go. <laughs> Just want to eat you up. She is not thrilled about me commoditizing her. Ah, her looks. That's too bad. So, I have some work to do. <laughs> Snack on this. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's not going to be it. That's not what I'm going to say. Snack on this bag of nuts. Uh, yeah, I'll be cashews on them and almonds the, and peanuts on the park bench outside. <laughs> if I say something stupid like that, uh, a few more fun <laughs> snack facts. Snack facts. Uh, banned snacks that or almost banned snacks in the United States. Flaming, flaming hot Cheetos. Wait, why were what? Yes. So the, flaming the hot Cheetos is, is actually funny. So I was a teacher for many years and the kids loved Flaming Hot Cheetos, mm-hmm. and they would make such a fucking mess with the oh, powder yeah. from these things, and they yep. tasted like garbage. But 
a janitor actually came up with this recipe when a whole batch of these Cheetos didn't get dusted with the regular cheese and they gave them away to the employees. So this janitor took the bag home and made his own spicy concoction because he liked it spicy foods. Mm-hmm. And he loved it so much that he brought it back to the the powers that be at Cheetos or Frito-Lays, I guess. And they tried them and loved them and came up with flaming Hot Cheetos, which is now their number one Cheetos seller. <laughs> I think Tate told me about this. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Brilliant. So it's not banned in the U.S., like by the FDA or anything like that, but it's banned oh, in many schools. Oh, because they're just so gross. Uh, they have no nutritional so value and they're messy. No. <laughs> so like California, Massachusetts, those very super progressive states, they don't want them in there at all, which is fine with me because I, I don't think kids should be fed GMO garbage anyway. So anyways, New Thanks, Jersey. Monsanto. Yeah. All of those company, all those states like California, Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey, for the most part, they have banned most of the junk food and sodas out of the schools. So they're not inventing machines. They don't sell them at school stores and stuff like that, which is good in my opinion. <clears throat> most, I of agree. These, most of these kids need to eat some other things. Uh, no kidding. Uh, there's a brand that was called lazy cakes. You ever heard of lazy cakes? I have heard of lazy cakes. So they had eight milligrams of melatonin in them and uh, kids were going to the hospital because they were <laughs> making them sleepy. <clears throat> They were overdosing on them because <laughs> actually the normal adult dosage is like one to two. And even then you're not even supposed to have them that often. Mm-hmm. And so kids were going to the hospital because they wouldn't wake up because they ate these eight milligram brownies. <laughs> and then when the FDA went after lazy cakes, lazy cakes decided to tell them, Hey, these brownies aren't food. They're under supplements. And so the FDA couldn't go after them anymore. Why were they putting melatonin in them? I don't know. For people to eat them and go to sleep. Fat people that can't sleep because of indigestion, they need to sleep. So they eat some brownies. I mean, I guess if they market it it in that way. Yeah. Speaking of eating brownies and going to sleep, do you know what is now legal in the state of Rhode Island? Marijuana? Uh Uh-huh. It's legal? Yeah. Starting starting today, it's legal. So what are you guys doing to celebrate that? Going to bed. Eating some Nothing. lazy cakes. Actually, Helen sent me an article about it and I couldn't, and it didn't list the dispensaries on it. And then I gave up and. Oh, well, there's your she big. Did, she did. She followed up with the five dis- dispensaries that are oh. available or open, but I didn't. Well, there's your million dollar idea, buddy. Because I had too many weeds. Open dispensary. Yeah. So it's limited to like 35 total in the state something like that 38 well it's only like 20 miles long anyway so yeah uh and do you think given the mob presence in this state they're gonna give me a license no i don't know john from i don't know if you have helen maybe if you had helen uh sell out the license and the llc only way (laughs) that she'll get me a weed license is if she changes her last name to her mom's maiden name which is janutsos oh my gosh yes uh-huh. But that's Greek, like, isn't you it? You know who I come from. I'm a fucking old family. Is she Italian or Greek? The Greek mafia. Yeah, Greek mafia. The Greek yeah. mafia. Yeah. yeah, they'll fuck some shit up. Serious. Like, that is it. Nobody's going to be like, hey, Johnny Harrison. You mean like Johnny Mick Harrison? No, just Johnny Harrison. Johnny oh, Harry. Harry son. You just, just go back to Maine <clears throat> where you came from. I mean, I'm never going to get anything. Oh, that's so funny. No. 
No, it's no. Anyways, Lazy Cakes got in so much trouble they changed it to Lazy Larry. And that's what they're called so, now. So were they called Lazy Cakes because they put melatonin in yes. them on purpose? It yes. was like, we want you to fall asleep yes. eating our food. Yes. Oh my God. Here, have an unhealthy cake and smoke a cigarette and see what happens. Uh, here's another one. Up until 2017, the Kinder Egg, which is the German favorite uh, kids, you know, candy, uh, Kinder Egg, uh, they were illegal because the FDA had a thing that non-food could not be mixed with food items because there was a toy inside the chocolate egg. Oh, yeah, because they didn't want kids to choke and die. Yeah, but we don't give a fuck about German. So in 2017, the Kinder Egg repackaged their uh, Kinder Egg for U.S. markets, and now the toy and the food are separated, and you can buy a Kinder Egg, which is in your check stand. Yeah, It's just fucking chocolate and a shell and then a candy outside of it now so it's not a big deal (laughs) but you couldn't have it so we needed to have it and now we have it so it's very important yeah um there's american foods that are banned in other countries and the first one on the list is mountain dew and fresca and the reason why mountain dew and fresca is banned in other countries such as uh, Japan and all of the European Union is because of brominated vegetable oil. Because bromine, which is the main chemical in brominated vegetable oil, can build up in your body and potentially lead to memory loss, skin, and nerve problems. Bromine is also the same thing they float around in hot tubs in order to keep it clean. So gross. That seems like a problem. Yeah. And yet American kids drink it by the gallons here in the United mm. States. Speaking of drinks, did you know that Coca-Cola um, has a huge team of scientists that are entirely dedicated to making Coke taste forgettable? So you want more? So you want more because yeah, they've determined that strong flavors I your palate gets tired of and you don't you don't crave. Yeah. But if you have it and you like it and then it goes away, you crave more of it. So it's it's entirely based on trying to get you to drink more of it. In middle school, my friend and I, Scott Human, Scott, uh, Scott, Hi, Scott, Scott Human, who lived down the street from me, we went to Safeway and we bought a whole shit ton of two liter Coca-Colas because they were on sale and they were dirt cheap. And then we sat at his house all day long and drank as many two liter Coca-Colas as we possibly could. And I was so fucking sick the next day. I mean, that is something that stands out in my memory. We were jumping on the trampoline, drinking Coca-Cola. We jump on the trampoline, get all hot and bothered. Then we drink a ton of Coca-Cola and we go back on the fucking trampoline and jump around again. That sounds like a terrible idea. Idiots. Um, Here's a fun fact. Did you know that a shit, a shit ton is not an actual unit of measurement. Yes, I didn't know that. But a buttload is. <laughs> yes, I didn't know that. <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> How much is a buttload? Uh, 2016 pounds. There you go. Just over a ton. <laughs> <laughs> well, to number, fair, I had to look it up. <laughs> that's cool. Number two on our list of uh, American foods that are banned in other countries is Little Debbie Swiss Rolls. And the reason for that is yellow number five and red number number 40. Yep. 
because yeah. they can have adverse effects in children. So EU countries have warnings on the box, but Norway and Austria have banned the snacks completely. Banned. Well, we shouldn't have. I think it's stupid that we moved into this world where we have to put artificial colors in everything. I agree. Well, like dying salmon is weird. Talking to to Max and Danelle because Danelle's traveled a lot with Max over in Germany and Norway and European countries. Uh, in Scandinavian countries, especially, she said it's amazing that the same product in Norway, if you look at the ingredients, it's completely different than the ingredients in America. Mm-hmm. It's simpler. Like mm-hmm. there's less ingredients. And she goes, and if you look at the Norwegian people, they're healthier. Oh, yeah. They're like, their skin is better. Their hair is better. They're not obese. Like, you know, it's, she's like, mm-hmm. it's, she goes, when I come back to America, I'm always like, why am I eating any of this? <laughs> yeah, there's like, um, Paul, English Paul has said that he can generally eat bread when he's in Europe, yeah. when he's in England. But when he's in the U.S., he can't. Like, it totally screws it. Like, in limited quantities, he still has his his intestinal issues. But when he's there, he can he can uh, snack on bread without too much trouble. Yeah. Uh, so I, I agree with them. I'm sure there's something in the way that we produce it here with Monsanto yeah. doing their bullshit yes. nonsense. Bear. It's not uh, Monsanto anymore. It's bear. Bear. Yep. They're putting aspirin in the wheat. Well, they bought Monsanto. That's why I said it's bear. That's yeah. all shit. Which is funny. Like a fucking company like bear now owns your food. Um, number three on the scary, list. Actually, no, it's we'll super make you scary. sick and then we'll give you something to make oh. you better. Well, not make you all the way better. Make you something to make John, you there is more. no money if you're healthy, and there's no money if you're dead. Oh. Pharmaceuticals don't want us to be healthy. They, they want us don't. to, I'm so glad you to said live that. a long time sickly. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I agree with you. No, There's no profit in cures. There's no profit. None. And it's all about mm-hmm. money. Number three on the list is your favorite mine, breakfast cereals. I mm-hmm. love cereal. I love cereal, too. Oh, my God. Frosted Mini Wheats. Is probably my favorite thing, and the whole I will eat what's, frosted mini wheats all day long. What's what's your what's your your uh, milk of choice? I will eat frosted mini wheats raw, and I will well, eat yeah, them sure. with whole milk. I love will whole you milk. Eat them in a box. <laughs> I will eat them with the fox. I will eat them with socks. <laughs> I will eat them with my cocks out. I know. Maybe I made that one too easy. I teed that up too easy. I, I was trying to stumble you a bit. I will I eat them in a box. I will eat them with a fox. <laughs> Nicely done, by the way. I will not eat them I, with I cocks. I like frosted mini wheats. I, I don't know what my... I just love all cereals. I do really, really love Frosted Flakes. But in pa- about it. Yeah. Well, in particular, it's funny that you said that. Frosted Flakes, Honey Bunches Oats, and Rice Krispies contain BHT which is a flavor enhancer and has potential carcinogenic properties and is banned in Japan and all over the EU. As an addition, Lucky Charms uses yellow number five, yellow number six, and our favorite red number 40, which actually can cause itching and hives in some people. They have allergic reactions to that, yeah. Do do you remember um, when... There's just all that. You probably do remember this when Starbucks had their big to do about their red dye. No, I don't don't remember this. No. So, so they used a red dye in one of their frappuccinos. I don't remember which one it was. Um, but the red dye was made from bugs. Oh yeah. Bug blood. Vegan. Yeah. 
And people complained about it because they're like, you're not advertising that it's non-vegan because of this dye in it. It was like one of those small things mm, where you're like. You'd be surprised how many things actually contain bug blood, red bug blood as as an additive. Yeah, whatever works. I don't care. (laughs) Number uh, four on the list is Ritz crackers, which is banned in Switzerland, Austria, Hungary, Iceland, Norway, Denmark. Because it's zero nutritional ba- value and trans fats worse than eating a stick of butter. Yeah, it has trans fats and trans fats actually are illegal in the United States. But for some reason, Ritz gets away with it because it is under hydrogenated soybean and cottonseed oils, which are still fine, according to the oh. FDA. I didn't realize trans fats were fats were illegal. in the US. Yep. But seed oil is still OK. When did that happen? I can't remember. To the Google machine. When was trans? Ellen says the nineties. Probably. Uh, you got an over on that. Do I have an over on that? Uh, when do you think? Um, well, I'd probably say oh probably early two thousands. Uh, twenty eighteen. Ooh, I was closer. You both. You yeah. Uh, Wes was closer. He wins eight dollars. <laughs> eight dollars. When's that $8. shit coming to me? The FDA's ban on trans of trans fats went into effect June eighteenth, twenty eighteen. Products manager manufactured before this date could still be distributed until 2020. Oh my God. Can you imagine how the furious activity in the factories like up until that date, just to get huge quantities of their nonsense set up so they can yeah. sell it. Yeah. Since the ban, many food manufacturers have reformulated products to use other ingredients, including fully hydrogenated oil. Yeah. That's how they get around it. But they use seed oils and seed oils are known to cause heart disease. They're really bad for you. Mm-hmm. So use olive oil, butter. Oh, um, I love olive oil. Oh, I love olive oil. And I love butter. And I love... Um, I love butter too. But you got to watch out. I love tallow the, as well. Some butter has like some gross shit in it too. Oh yeah, we get we get the good stuff. When you were growing up, did your parents use butter or margarine? Margarine. Because they were too. They were sold on the propaganda that margarine yes. was better. Have you ever like melted... Margarine in a microwave or in a pan. Yeah, it's just oil. It just turns to fucking oil. It's like half water. Yeah, it's gross. It's gross. It's but gross. I was I was raised on it, and then the yes. first time I had real butter, I thought it was disgusting. Yeah, of course you would. And, then, and it because it, it just tasted. I was expecting that margarine. Yes. But then as I started like actually tasting butter or having real butter, then I was like, oh my god, margarine is fucking gross. They actually marketed it as I can't believe it's not butter. I know. Remember? Yeah, Fabio. Fabio was the fucking sponsor for... I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah, heart disease. Spray. Thanks, you fucker. Yeah, spray. Maybe maybe that's why he got hit in the face with a seagull. <laughs> or a goose or whatever it was. <laughs> Remember that? Yep. On a roller coaster? Yeah. yeah, big, yeah. Old, big old... It was like Randy Johnson hitting a pigeon. It's <laughs> Fabio's head. That's my favorite video on all the internet. <laughs> it's it when Randy like, Johnson hit that, that fucking <laughs> bird. What a dude. <laughs> Oh my god! And then finally on the list, um, now this wasn't a complete list. I have links on my notes here that I keep, but uh, drumsticks and drumsticks have carrageenan. Now drumsticks is the ice cream, oh, like the ice cream, yeah. Uh, and it carrageenan is derived from seaweed, and they use it for texture on the drumsticks, but it can cause human digestive system problems. So the EU actually limits it. And they limit it um, almost completely out of all baby food because it has digestive system problems. Kind of like like don't eat more than 
two fish out of a polluted river. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't have more than that's, two drumsticks. Oh, per by year. the way, that's the Chattanooga <laughs> River. The Chattanooga used to be the most crime-ridden, polluted place, Chattanooga, Tennessee, in all of the United States. Uh, they, of course, have, they're very hipster now. Uh, they look like fucking California people down there. The last time I was down there, which was last year, um, but only the people <laughs> in that live in. Only the people in, yeah, I fucking hate California hipsters <laughs> that are all the way down in the South. But uh, actually, I, never mind. There was a great brewery down there that was fantastic and I loved them. But uh, when we took a riverboat tour on the Chattanooga River, they said that people can only fish once a year and only can catch one fish per household out of the river because it's so fucking polluted, it'll kill you. <laughs> can I blow your mind a little bit with river pollution? <laughs> yes, I'd love that. The river that runs right past our condo in Providence. Yeah. If you look up details on the river, it is one of the most polluted rivers in New England. Oh. It's it's in the top three of most polluted rivers in New England. There's another bigger river that's farther north. Yeah. That's like, don't even go near it. Yeah. Our river has very specific guidelines. <laughs> Fish. Yeah. But throw it back. <laughs> you can kayak on it, but if you get splashed with water, take a shower immediately when Ooh. you go. Oh my God. You fall in, shower immediately. Yeah. Also, don't do anything river related within two days after <laughs> it rains. That sounds like the Wamish. There's like all these rules that are like, yeah, you really don't want to be on that river. The Duwamish River like, here in Washington is all the way at the site. bottom of the hill. Uh, all kinds of cargo ships go up and down it. Oh, yeah. And all the oil from all the trucks and everything along West Marginal and Boeing Field and whatever, uh, or Boeing Hill, they all drip down into the mm-hmm. <laughs> till the Duwamish, which That's is a very polluted. But also um, in Renton, where the Renton Airfield is, yeah, it's a huge industrial area, and Lake Washington yes. was getting super polluted, and the solution was to to reroute the <laughs> the water that was coming off of there into the Duwamish. It's already polluted. Instead of, instead of the, and, and this was long, long, long time ago, but there was like government intervention and the lake was getting really yeah. toxic. Well, Bill Gates lives on Lake Washington. I mean, what the this fuck, This was man? way before Bill Gates existed. Uh, <laughs> but they reversed the, the, the direction of the stream so that flew, flowed into the Duwamish, creating the Superfund site from that industrial wow. area. It was like just... That the river's gross. Yeah. But the river that I live right next to right now is disgusting. (laughs) Is grosser. Like, like they say, if water splashes on you, wash it off immediately. That's pretty bad. That's really bad. Really bad. If you were to walk up the the stretch, because where, where I catch the train is right near where the, the tidal water's coming from the ocean and the river hits. So you'll see it moving in both directions there, rising and lowering. It's kind of, kind of fun. Um, if as you walk up it, you'll notice like we live in an old mill yeah, and stretched all the way up. It are, uh, small dams that were creating electric power, uh, hydroelectric power to run these mills. Um, and just kind of work their way up and all of their runoff, their tanning, their dyeing, their chemicals they were using in all of their fabrics and leathers and manufacturing all just got dumped into that Jesus. river to run out into the ocean. So it's like, it's, it's so bad. It's super toxic. So I don't swim in there. <laughs> That's a good. But thing. I do eat the fish. <laughs> You're They're fucked. big. You're fucked. They're really big. Yeah. Three eyes. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Mm. 
Yeah, the Duwamish is uh, the Duwamish is dirty too, but yours sounds worse. People fish in there. I know people still, still fish. fish. They get there. salmon actually. They fish salmon out of the Duwamish. So yeah, it's the salmon come out of the ocean. I think if you get them close to the mouth, maybe not so bad. Yeah, they don't eat anything when they spawn. No, like when you're catching a salmon when they're spawning. Yeah, they're not feeding. Um, salmon are predators, and they have an instinct to attack. And that's what they're doing. Is they're just attacking. But they're not doing it to gain sustenance. Well, they're doing it to spawn, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. But they're doing it just because they want to attack things. But they're yeah. not. Once they hit fresh water, they're no longer attacking. They're, they're no longer eating. They're no longer trying to grow. They're just trying to swim up river. Right. Right. So, right. so, so it's talking of snacking. They're not snacking. <laughs> well, we had some friends, uh, church friends from Ohio that were living here for a while. And the guy would go down and fish in Duwamish. And I'd be like, hmm. Like, you probably don't want to do that, dude. You should probably go think about what the Duwamish is full of. That's the wrong kind of heavy metal. (laughs) Gross. So I looked up uh, America's favorite snacks. And uh, so according to a poll done by a company called Statista, they uh, polled 640 different U.S. adults who eat snacks at least once a week. And this is from uh, last December. Uh, December 2021, they said cookies were 59% of people's preferred snack, followed by chips or crisps, ice cream, milk products, any kind of sweets. It was just a general sweets, which was 51%. Nuts, like these nuts, and chocolate bars. Fruits, dried fruits in particular, were 31%, and vegetable chips are 24%. So cookies mm. are America's favorite. Cookies. Uh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. According to Mashed, mashed.com, the most popular snacks in the U.S., uh, number 14 is Cheetos. 13 is Tostitos tortilla chips. Number 12 is Snickers, which had that, great campaign of snickers always satisfies or you're not yourself remember the celebrities were doing that oh, stuff yeah uh um danny devito was the one one it was awesome yeah i love danny devito so was uh betty white mm-hmm. that was a, that was a good one too <laughs> that's a clever ad campaign yeah it was uh fritos which some people don't actually like the smell of fritos i freaking love fritos i love fritos i love fritos Do you like frito pie uh, yes, I've had Fritos pie, and yes, I do. And I like Fritos scoops, and I love chili cheese Fritos because I'm mm-hmm. a fat kid. Uh, Pringles is number 10. And the funny thing about the creator of Pringles, especially the guy who created the um, tube that Pringles comes in that keeps all the chips nice, he was actually, mm-hmm. uh, when he died, he was cremated, and he wanted his ashes to be put in a can of Pringles. And by the way, the Pringles guy, what was his name? The uh, Pringles guy actually has a name. Yeah. Uh, Mr. It's not Mr. Um, Pringles. It's something like Julio no, Pringles or something like that. Uh, yeah, but it Pringles guy. I'm searching it. Pringles guy name. Uh, thanks, Google. <laughs> Julius Pringles. Yeah, there you go. Julius Pringles. Yeah. Lay's potato chips is number nine, which I hate Lay's. It's greasy mm. and gross. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Lay's either. Uh, number eight is Oreos, which I also do not like. I don't like Oreos either. People and people give me shit about it. It's, it's fucking weird. lard in between 
two pieces of yeah. cookie. It's sugared, sugared up lard with a touch of vanilla. And it's gross. Touch of, and in between two approximations of chocolate cookies. Yeah. I mean, it's like they're not. It's fucking Crisco. Yeah. Oh, it's gross. Jif uh, okay. is number eight or seven. Excuse me. Jif is Jif number seven. Butter? Yeah. Jif peanut snack? butter. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. People like, just eat like fucking peanut butter, butter dude. You know what they like, Jeff? They put sugar in it. Yeah, of course. Planters Peanuts is number six. Like, well, uh, so honey roasted or just in general? It just says peanuts. Peanuts. I I actually do love peanuts. I love honey roasted peanuts. Doritos is number five. Doritos is actually a Disney creation. I don't know if you know that. Uh, Same Uh, with Fritos. Fritos is a Disney creation. Disney used to have a Frito. They actually called it a Frito something. I can't remember what it was called. And some marketing guy uh, caught on to it and uh, marketed it as Fritos uh, without Disney's knowledge. And Doritos used to just be um, tortilla chips, but the the ones that were stale, uh, this guy took and uh, dusted some fucking cheese on them or whatever, nacho cheese, and made a whole thing out of them, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Number four, which we've already talked about, which is Ritz crackers. Number four. Is the most popular snack in the U.S. Ritz. You're, you're dying. Makes sense. You're dying, people. You're dying. I know. Killing yourself. Killing also, yourself. I, some, I could really use some Ritz. I don't want. I hate Ritz. Other than the Actually, fact that it's buttery, well, so I don't like Ritz. So here's the question, and I think this is worth investigating. Trader Joe's has a version of Ritz crackers. Yeah. They look almost identical. Oh. But do they say have the same garbage in them? Because Trader know. Joe's is like, the, their whole thing is we use ingredients that you can understand, right? Like they don't, do additives. They don't add a bunch of bullshit to yeah. them. They want you to be able to read the label. So maybe that's our public service announcement. Golden round crackers. crackers yeah. From Trader Joe's. Now here's the, here's the downside. They don't come in fancy tubes. They come loose in a box. So half of them are crushed and you have to make them into a salad. Yeah. Yeah. Ingredients. Like Unbleached, unriched flour, niacin, reduced iron, thiamine monotrite, riboflavin, Sunflower oil, which is a seed oil, cane sugar, invert sugar, barley malt extract, salt, sodium bicarbonate, monocalcium phosphate, ammonia bicarbonate, natural flavor. Natural. Every time you see natural flavor, you need that, to fucking that's run. A, that's horseshit. And enzymes also natural contains flavor. wheat. But the sunflower oil means that it's a seed oil and Trader Joe's golden round crackers. Their Ritz knockoff is bullshit. Number three sun, on the list. Sunflower oil bad for you. Let's see what Bezos has. It's on this. It's on the uh, seed oil list. I don't know if it's a seed oil, but is it actually bad for you? I mean, I'm on um, on uh, sunflower oil is good is healthy for you dot com. I'm on WebMD. <laughs> 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 it's all fucking propaganda bullshit. But let's go I know. for it. <laughs> it just depends on where you go. Let's well, see. There are four uh, types of sunflower oils. Yeah. That are all made from sunflowers. So they're all okay. Uh as the name suggests, they're all made from sunflowers. That's helpful. Uh, <laughs> just, I know. Uh they have some things. They all basically do the same stuff. Uh oh, and there's a commercial for egg eggs and <laughs> avocado toast. So well, on Reddit, under our nutrition, polyunsaturated fats cause a lot of inflammation, which sunflower oil does. 
So if you can, they should be replaced with mono unsaturated saturated fats. So I'm on healthline.com and it says, despite some evidence suggesting that sunflower oil offers healthy benefits, there are concerns that may be linked to negative health outcomes. And that's where it ends. Okay. Oh, well, here it is. Reddit, uh, Reddit says it's bad. Negative aspects of sunflower oil is it's released potentially toxic compounds upon mm. heated to temperatures. Of, so this is actually pretty common among oils, yeah. um, depending on how you use them. So a lot of oils are not that bad for you, but when you heat them above a certain temperature, yeah. it changes the compounds that are in them. So and there's a high heat and like low heat bits. oils. Yeah. And this is a low heat oil. Yeah. You know what I love? What? Sunflower seeds. <laughs> I do too. We eat them all day long. But I played a lot of baseball. So those are tobacco. Number three on our list, Johnny No Pants, is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups is number three mm. of America's favorite snacks. Wait, which one? I missed Reese's it. Peanut Butter Cups. Oh my God, I love peanut butter cups. I like Justin's better, but Reese's is... Helen does too. Good. I do too. We get these these little individual wrapped peanut butter cups at, at the, the compound mm-hmm. at Wayfair. And they're delicious. And when they're fresh, the peanut butter in them is like gooey and it, it's mm. runny. Yeah. But it only takes like a month and then it's like solid. It's not solid. It's like dry and oh, yeah. And chalky. Yeah. Chalky. Yeah. Um, which I would argue is a good thing. Yeah. Because it means there's not a bunch of bullshit in there to make them last years and years. It's like eat this shit now. Uh, they know how much shit, how much garbage we put in our bodies while we're working at Wayfair. So they don't worry about it. But, What's the uh, Wayfair I, jingle? What's the Wayfair jingle? We sell home goods. No, that's not it. No, Wayfair. It's like Wayfair. We just have what you want or something like that. I can't remember what uh, it is. I'm, I'm sure you it's fucking work like there, that. dude. I know. I don't know. I'm not marketing. I'm a numbers guy. <laughs> I, I sell. I don't sell anything. Actually. Children. I just tell people they're not doing enough. Give me more. And then I take the discount and apply it to my friends. Hey, are you ready? Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Wayfair, you've got just what I need. <laughs> there you go. Wayfair, you got just what I need. That's what oh, it yes. is. They do. <laughs> what? They got, Wayfair, they got, uh, you got just what I need. They got that singer gal. Singer gal. Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson, yeah. And some. She was so color. hot when she was younger, and then she got kind of chubby. Well, I mean, she's she's always kind of had. So that's a whole. This is a whole nother conversation that I think is worth having. What chubby um, women? She's always, she's always, she's always kind of had issues with her weight, and she talks about it. She's open about it. Yeah. Uh, and and I can, I, I mean, me personally, a year ago from this month, I was twenty pounds lighter than I am right now. Yeah. And I mean, it's just. Well, you wear happened. it well. Mm. You wear it well. No. <laughs> you do. Uh, well, I know on camera, <laughs> it's God. the lighting. I see. You there's some person. work to be done. But my point is, it's like, it's really easy to put on weight and then like, it's really hard to lose weight. And I know, know. (laughs) like, I feel like if I was on a TV set of unlimited, delicious, uh, ocean based snack foods, (laughs) I would be so fat. (laughs) I would to be too. I'd gain it super quick. I can have all the crab cakes I want. Yeah. But also if I was making millions of dollars, I'd have a personal trainer. I might not have this problem. If I was making million dollars, I'd have a personal surgeon that would just get rid of it. <laughs> Suck it out, Doc. Suck it out. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> but number, I don't. The number well, two. Well, this will make you feel better. The number two most popular snack in the U.S. Slim Jims. Uh, Hershey's. Hershey's. Hershey's chocolates. You know, they I always gave me a stomach ache. I don't think it's a. That's crazy. You ate a whole bag of them. You're, it's not serving size <laughs> one pound. Fuck you. It's like serving. <laughs> it's like serving size three. <laughs> oh yeah, one bar is like three servings. It's true. Well, so so there's multiple. <laughs> there's multiple kinds though. There's like the the white chocolate, dark chocolate twister ones. Yeah. There's the almond ones. Uh, there's the full white chocolate ones. There's peppermint ones. I do like their like ringy bell version. I think that's clever and it's timeless. Those are Hershey kisses. Hershey kisses. Wait, it's Hershey kisses we're talking about? No, Hershey bar, but you're talking about the Hershey kisses. Oh, yeah, I was talking about Hershey kisses. Never mind. Hershey bars are gross. No. You know why they're number one? You know why? No, they're number two. Not number one. You know why they're number two? (laughs) Why they're number two? Because they make you go number two. They're number two. Probably. Because of s'mores. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. It. Yeah, yes. I agree with that. That's 100%. the number one reason they're number two. Yeah, but one and a half ounces is 220 cal- calories. And now they package it. In- Go ahead. How many ounces is one of those bars? One and a half ounces. The whole bar is one and a half ounces? Yes, and it's 220 calories. It's a cal- You know what? It's a survival food. Yeah. It's made with fresh farm, fresh milk now, by the way. That's a label they have on their... Uh, bars. It seems like a questionable label. Well, it doesn't say what kind of farm. And what is fresh? It doesn't say like, grass-fed. Used within two weeks? Yeah. As much as they pump out, probably. Maybe. And number one on the list. Take a guess. Wait, wait. Um, number, one. number one, according to YouGov's. Give me a hint. Give me a hint. Give me a hint. No, you already know. No, I don't know. If you eat the green ones, you get a home run. M&M's. Yes. Wait, peanut or, or regular? Uh, either. They're just M&M's in M&Ms. particular. Do you like peanut M&M's? M&M's are my favorite. I love peanut. Regular like peanut? M&M's don't make me feel good. They make my stomach hurt. But peanut M&M's, and probably because the protein from the peanut, actually makes me feel fine. Do you like peanut butter M&M's? Yes, those were amazing. But I'm also a fat so kid, good. so I like that as well. So let's okay. So this is a, a topic that's new. But I prefer peanut M and M's over peanut butter M and M's. How how did? <laughs> well, we've been going on a long time. Are we like an hour and forty minutes now? We just hit uh, an hour thirty. Oh, we should probably close it down. But last thing I'll say, <laughs> me personally, the way that I used to eat peanut M and M's is I would suck all the chocolate off of the outside. Yeah, you would. Just a peanut left, and then I eat the peanut. Yeah. Like, I just ate I, the whole fucking thing, man. As I many as I put it in my man. mouth. I savored him. This is poor kid stuff. How do I make that <laughs> peanut M&M last? Like, I could make a bag of peanut M&M's last days. Yeah. Well, my favorite... Which is why I'm so good at lovemaking. Yeah. Oh, uh, put Helen on the mic. Throw let's ask, no, let's ask Helen. She doesn't have anything to, to uh, share. When John licks and no. or sucks... Peanut M and M's. Nope. 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 Does nope, does it last long? And is it a great love making? She's giving me the high five symbol. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, I miss Helen. Um. Anyways, my favorite ad campaign 
and I actually, my friends and I in little league would do this too, was the baseball ad campaign where we would get, we would go to the snack, um, the snack shack that was in the middle of the two fields at bar S in West Seattle. Oh yeah. And we'd get M&M peanut M&Ms and we would sit in our dugout and before we would go up to bat, we would eat the color of the thing that we want. So like reds were singles and browns were doubles and greens were home runs. And of course we'd go through the whole fucking bag trying to find the green one. Like I'm going to fucking hit a home run and go up there and we'd whiff mm-hmm. out, but you know, we oh, ate the candy because we probably felt sick from all the candy. Speaking of candy. Yeah. Once mm-hmm. fun fact about Johnny. Fun fact. I don't believe I still hold it, but at one point I held a state record in swimming. Yeah. In Idaho. Yeah. For Special uh, Olympics. And my, no, it was an actual swimming, <laughs> an official swimming. It was in the newspaper. My mom clipped out the whole thing of it. I believe they you. They still have it. Your mom wouldn't lie. Your mom wouldn't lie. Your mom's the best. No, my mom went to the swim meet. Okay. Uh, I swam my races. I was a swimmer. Um, and I was done. And then they didn't have somebody else to swim. They ate and under butterfly. So I was like seven years old and I was eating a red snow cone. My mom remembers this. I was done swimming so I could have a treat. And they were like, uh, little John. Yeah. That was my nickname. Little John. LJ. Yeah. Called me LJ. LJ. Uh, we need you to swim this race. And I was like, I don't know. Okay. I'll do the the butterfly. And I kicked the shit out of it. Nice. Now what wasn't reported in the paper (laughs) is I totally fucking cheated. Oh, I swam half that pool with breaststroke underwater. Nice. And I got up to top. And then I, then I'm, oh, oh. oh, oh. It shows I that you're actually intelligent. My mom, well, I don't even think I did it on purpose. I did it because it was the easier thing to do. I yeah. don't think I actually knew what I was doing, but my mom swears it was because of snow cone. I know snow as an cone. adult now that I was cheating and nobody called me on it because I was seven. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's true. That's my claim to fame. Thank you. Good night. I'll see you next year. Well, last, lastly, I want to talk about, I put out the question on no agenda social, which is on the Macedon network. And, uh, so if you want to leave Twitter because, uh, you think Elon Musk is destroying Twitter, who fucking cares? Uh, you go to Macedon and it was shit to begin with. Just it sure was. It was a fucking shit hill to begin with. It was, it is, it is. It's a fucking ghetto. Uh, but on Macedon, um, no agenda social lives. And I Get asked some. the question, what's your favorite snack? And here are some of the responses. Uh, Mark at M H Johnson. He says trail mix because it's easy to make or buy and store. And it serves as a backup for a meal in a pinch. And I love a good trail mix with M and M's by the way. Raisins. Do you like raisins in it? Yes. Well, or actually no, raisins? I like cranberries more than I like raisins. I think the chocolate ratio is important. If there's not enough chocolate, yes. then it's no good. Yes, I agree. And it has to have walnuts and chocolate. Chocolate and walnuts go very well together. Oh, they do go very well together. Yeah. Uh, right. The Biff Powell at Biff Powell, uh, he said whipped cream on Nilla wafers that are dipped oh. in chocolate milk. I know you just got oh. a little chubby listening oh. to that. because I, I love Nilla wafers. I do too. Mm. Fucking. Oh, I've never done it with chocolate milk and whipped cream. Now. I really know. I got I a little. Try that. I got a little chubby when I heard little, that. Little, I was like, little, yeah. little chocolatey cream puffs. Yeah. Uh, Super Mega Maga Ron V forty two. 
Thanks, Ron. At Ron V42. That's he a very said aggressive it's, name, by the way. Is. Thanks, Ron. It's super mega MAGA, by the way. Is uh, He <laughs> says it's definitely cheese curds from Wisconsin. And I love cheese curds anything. Like the cheese curds that squeak in your teeth? No, like the fucking vampire slayer cheese curds that are... Those are my favorite vampires. But have you had the squeak? You know the you know the ones that are. Yeah, the I know what cheese? you're talking about. I know what you're oh, talking about. Yeah, they're yummy. Yeah, you gotta warm them up a bit. That's how they really squeak. Uh, at Merrill Logram, who goes by Danger Ranger zero five in Wisconsin, she said Jamaican jerk cheese curds and dots honey mustard pretzels, and I have to agree with the dots honey mustard pretzels. I love. Yeah, dots. I like those. Those are really good. Yes, they're the best. We got a couple of Wisconsinites out there too, like like pimping the Wisconsin cheese. Oh yeah, yeah. I I I must have hit the uh, Wisconsin people were up at mm-hmm. this time when I posted this. So <laughs> Mastodon they hadn't gone into their cheese coma yet. Yeah, Mastodon is different than Twitter, <laughs> where Twitter will show you the most popular posts. Mastodon is a timeline, so you hit the people at the time that are on the timeline. Who whoever sees it? Yes. And then they respond. Yeah. I'll and they that. can repost it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they can it's way re- more fun. Yeah. And then other people can join in as, as long as it's retooted. So when you, when you do a, and like Twitter, they call it a tweet and on Mastodon, they call it a toot. Mm-hmm. So you toot. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, Emily M at hemp, hemp press, Emily at 13 bells.com. I haven't even checked out that website. Maybe it's a website. She said gala apples and peanut butter and peanut butter and apples. John is Ooh. the best. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Do you like peanut butter and apples more than you like peanut butter and caramel sauce? Yes. Oh yes. Yes. I don't like caramel sauce. That shit gets in my no? teeth. Oh, I love caramel. Caramel sauce. apples are the worst fucking thing that has ever. I don't existed. like caramel apples, Ugh. but like McDonald's used to, they created an option in there. They probably still have it. They're Happy Meals where you could get green apples and caramel sauce. It was the only way I could get Tate to eat apples, um, but it was delicious. Oh yeah, I mean it's just caramel. Caramel is just sugar. Yeah, caramelized yeah, well, sugar. Yeah. Well, I, it was still yummy. I love peanut butter. So I've been on a keto diet for a month and a half. About outside of Thanksgiving, I've been pretty good. Well, outside of this podcast and Thanksgiving, I've been pretty good because I don't think beer is keto approved, but, um, I haven't lost any fucking weight. So that's fun. No, me neither. <laughs> so I, I haven't gained think- any weight, but I haven't lost any weight. I've gained lots of muscle because I work out with Nathan daily. Um, and, um, and we're lifting a lot of weight now, uh, cause we've Nathan's Nathan's getting big. Um, he was already big. I know, but he's getting bigger. <laughs> Maybe he has a career as a, a CrossFitter. No, he doesn't want to do that. That's a lot of work. <laughs> anyway, all right, we're pushing up against it. We've we've been at this nonsense topic for a very long time. Yeah, um, I do. I do think that it would be good to visit our Thanksgiving celebrations and how they were the same and different. I think that would be a good next podcast. Yeah, we could do that. Oh, and finally, because- I got a last one from another guy. This is oh, the last one. Point. Yeah. This is from uh, Chucha Brone. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. He said nacho cheese Doritos with strawberry Twizzlers. 
He says, I'm telling you, the combination is unreal. Or I could, I could see that. He said, or garlic dill pickles with sharp cheddar cheese and Mr. Christie's chocolate chip cookie cookies. He says the pickles complement the cheese, which complements the chocolate. This is also mad good. And he discovered these by being a gluttonous fuck and literally shoving <laughs> things in his mouth while he was still chewing, which he sounds like one of our people, John. Yes. This yes. is one of our guys. My, my new best friend. <laughs> That's should exactly I, how we eat. <laughs> should I follow him? He's on No Agenda yeah. Social. Yes, absolutely should. I'll be following him. <laughs> His his next his 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 next comment was "fuck me." These World Cup commercials are just pure propaganda, which they probably oh, he's all are. My man, because I hate them too. <laughs> and I wish you were home, John, because you know what Saturday is. Uh, the day after tomorrow, it's USA versus. I don't. I haven't watched. Who are they playing on Saturday? The Netherlands. Oh, that's right. That's first round of the knockout round. Six a.m. at Prost. That's on six a. Oh, I'll fly back. Let me. Let me find. You have to come yeah. home. Max yeah, doesn't get in until one thirty. Am I supposed to go up to Prost by myself? Yeah, probably. And have a breakfast just, beer and watch the fucking World Cup by myself. I couldn't anticipate that the U.S. would actually exit. <sighs> They're supposed to be good, but they haven't shown it. Anyway. So frustrated. Another, another topic, another time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I blame I you. Live my life. I don't blame you. I don't live my life based on soccer schedules. As Helen has taught me that not anymore. Not, a good way to not live anymore. Your life. Not anymore. No, I not know. anymore. I know. I know. It's no way to live, Wes. It's no way to live. Yeah, but it's fun. It is fun. I mean, I don't give a shit about soccer either, but it's fun. Competition. <laughs> love competition. <laughs> Well, yeah, especially when your country is represented, right? Mm-hmm. Even if that would it's be a in good topic fucking Qatar to is competition. We should talk about competition. We should. We'll put that. That's a topic. That's a topic. Check. Anyways, well, that's all I have for snack time, Johnny. Mm-hmm. And uh, you if have anything to add? Listening, they probably didn't have enough snacks to put them. In. They need some lazy <laughs> Debbies. Whatever. Lazy Larrys. Lazy Debbies. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you take a lazy cake oh. and you put a little Debbie's on top of it. And you just, like you want to talk about combining flavors. Oh, that's how well, you do it. the one thing I didn't talk about was the doo-wop prison cake that was featured in the A&E <laughs> channel, 60 days in prison, which is honey buns, cheesecakes, Danish cookies, peanut butter, and some cereal. That's all mashed up into a cake. And that's how prisoners eat. There, that's their cake. It's called the doo-wop prison cake. We won't talk about that any further. Folks, if you love what you hear, you can follow us on any podcasting platforms. Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. Who the fuck is listening to podcasts on Amazon? Oh, you can am. also do you listen to you don't, you asshole. No, I you listen to I liar. listen to this podcast on Amazon. No, you don't. You do well, not. Well, I mean, I listen to it on all the other things too. Oh my god. But you no, do not. I do. I actually do. Use oh my God. Amazon podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> Folks, you can also listen to us on Podverse, which I but prefer. I using Podverse. Podverse is the best. Isn't Podverse good? Yeah, it's great. And Fountain FM. Now, if, now, if you want to actually make money while listening to podcasts, if you're someone like me that commutes a lot and has jobs where you're kind of, you're just 
you're your own employee and you have to do these medial tasks and stuff like that. Um, fountain FM fountain.fm. If you listen to podcasts on that, you actually earn Satoshi's, uh, which is Bitcoin. So you're actually earning a currency while you listen. Um, and you can listen to beer, bourbon and balderdash podcast and earn Satoshi's earn money while you listen, which is fantastic. You can take that money and you can actually donate it to us, uh, through the uh, fountain FM wallet. And, uh, basically help us produce this podcast, which right now doesn't cost a whole lot though. I've bought a lot of products because my wife is funding this podcast by herself, <laughs> basically uh, from all of her wares. Actually, I, I do it because my money basically goes into this. Um, but uh, if you want to help us out, or if you have a beer or bourbon suggestion, you can actually donate money to us and we will use that money to buy beer and or bourbon and tell you what we think about it. Also, if you have a topic suggestion, you can drop us a line at balderdash boys, B A L D E R D A S H at protonmail.com. That's balderdash boys at protonmail.com. You can leave us a message and say, Hey, I would like to hear you guys, your guys' thoughts on this topic or on this bourbon or on this beer. We will go or if you happen to have find it. If you happen to have an in on a, a oh, distiller yeah. or a brewer or a winemaker or any of the fermented beverages. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or even the non-alcoholic beverages that are starting to proliferate the market right now, especially coming up to uh, dry January that people like to take. Yep. We'd love uh, to talk to those people. Yep. And we would love to talk to you guys too. We We know that if we have listeners and we have a solid uh, 40 listeners – Every episode, uh, except for when German neighbor Max was on, we had oh, that was a spike. We had a huge spike. So German neighbor Max is is a fan favorite. Um, but that's because Max listened to it forty times while he was flying. <laughs> he wasn't, but he probably told a lot thanks, of international thanks, people Max. outside of the U.S. China is our biggest listener. So thanks VPNs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Unless we have a lot of Chinese fans, then that would be fantastic. Anyways, you can reach out to us and let us know. Uh, we want to connect with our fans. We want to say hi. This um, coming uh, weekend, uh, depending on when this comes out, December 3rd, uh, there's a No Agenda meetup at the Seven Seas Brewery in Tacoma. I've already oh, This is going to come out right after that. That's terrible. No, I'll, I'll actually probably put this out maybe tomorrow or Saturday. Just to, so. make, just to make sure. Yeah. Good idea. Uh, <clears throat> maybe. Uh, but look for no agenda meetups in Washington and I'll be there. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll be at the seven seas brewery uh, this weekend and uh, I'll grab some beers and we'll, we'll do a little taste test uh, when you come back, Johnny for uh, seven yeah. seas. And I guess it's I'll have to go to your house and grab those beers. Mm -hmm. Make sure that your tiny little car hasn't been beaten up any longer. It's already fucked. <laughs> I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, uh, Johnny, any last words before we uh, sign off here? No, I love you. Yeah. Uh, it's great to chat with you. Yeah. Uh, oh, Helen I love says, you guys too. Helen says, I love you, Wes. Miss you guys. Johnny, I hate that you're uh, commuting so far away, but I'm uh, I'm thankful that you're doing oh. something that you enjoy. Helen says, hugs to Dana. Yeah, I definitely will. I mean, I'll do, I'll do the more than hugs. relationship. She's way more important. Than I'll do more than hugs. Tell her that. No, I get, oh, and there is her. your weekly sex talk. <laughs> like You're Dana. welcome. Sorry you had to wait to the end. Listener, I love Dana. Dana's the, the best. 
she's warm and oh my gosh okay good night soft and that was fun anyways uh thank you for listening to beer bourbon and baldenash please (laughs) donate please listen tell your friends and uh john uh you get the last word brother fuck (laughs) dude there wasn't any kind of say it again (laughs) say it louder (laughs) good night good night (laughs)